The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 107.1. We all love either Sam's or Costco. It seems like a lot of people go to Costco here. Uh, where I'm from, it's more of a Sam's place because we're closer to Arkansas where Walmart headquarters are located. I read this story about uh, Costco, and it seems like some of the Costco's are trying out a new thing. What's that? No samples on Saturdays and Sundays? Thank the Lord. What's Grandma going to do? She goes there hungry it's to eat. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so they are trying out in the state of Washington that people will... Now, I know that when you go in, you show you just flash your membership card at um, a team member at the front, and then you you go inside the store. Now, in they're trying this out in certain stores where you will show the person your your Costco card and then scan it. Okay, and it'll bring up your info. So instead of looking, like they're your picture, looking with a scanner. They do yes, and they are seeing if it's you. It's not just like I'm going to flash this at you and then come in. You know, well, what I it mean? is weird to me that people. I've always wondered like. Isn't this problem just going to be solved when they go to the checkout because the names aren't going to match? That is correct. However, they feel like it's they want to prevent the that from happening. Yeah, I guess that there are people that are shopping with other people's cards. I guess they could go through self checkout because the the well, you would imagine the self checkout mm-hmm. scanners aren't going to look at the difference in the name versus the card, or maybe they do. I don't know honestly. Oh, I've never been to one with self-checkout. I'm sure they exist, but the one that I go to doesn't have it. Um, So some people are really mad about this. Uh, Costco's like, hey, we want to get more members or retain the people that are shopping here that aren't actually members. And so I'm sure that it's going to help them in a way. Um, Some people are really mad just complaining even though they've never experienced it yet like this is going to cause a lot of backup at the entrance and i'm going to be standing in line to get in the store Mm, potentially out in the cold or the heat and you know it's going to be like a line at the airport you know um i think that people don't like change (laughs) yes like i feel sorry for you that you have to like follow the rules i don't know are you really going to be that aggrieved Personally, no. I know you won't. Yeah, because I paid for a card. Yeah. You know? No, I and we were talking about this earlier, and I was like, um, anything that keeps the prices low for me, I'm fine with. Like if this is saving us mm-hmm. money, yeah. Let's do it. Um In fact, I wish there was like separate time. Like I wish that well, first of all, I wish they'd be open earlier mm-hmm. because it drives me nuts that I have to wait till 930 to do my grocery shopping on Saturday morning because I'm done real early. That's my only that's that's a me problem. Yeah. But I, I'm like, can we just open a little earlier? That'd be great. Thanks. Oh, what time do they open? 930. Oh, yeah. And then 10 on Sundays. And I'm like, God, it's so late. Mm, yeah. I end up at Costco on Sundays and I always go, why am I here yeah. today? This is stupid. You either have to go, my experience has been at least on the west side, if you go to St. Louis Park, like uh, first thing, right when it opens mm-hmm. or you got to wait a couple hours because you want to let the main rush get through. Totally, yeah. Um, there happened to be, after this news, there was a whole Reddit thread of people commenting and having issues with this mm-hmm. and one person said and other people agreed that it could potentially create less drama at checkout they say i've seen people with multiple carts full of food get turned away 
not without a fight, at the checkout line due to having someone else's card. This could be an effort to avoid situations like that. Well, for sure. I would imagine. I've never seen this happen before, to be honest. But if that's a problem, then I understand why. I will say also, I don't carry my card with me anymore. You don't need your card if you've got uh, a smartphone. You just carry the app. And then you just open the app. And that's what you flash. And it also, it has a um, QR code so that you can use that to get your gas. You don't need to pull your card out anymore, which is nice because I'm horrible about remembering my Costco card. Oh, it's not just in your wallet? Mm-mm. Okay. No, because I don't like to carry all of my cards in my wallet because yeah. my wallet would be like a, real a foot fat thick. One. You yeah. would get a back issue yep. by wearing it in your back exactly. pocket. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think that if you want new customers, just I'm throwing this out just as devil's advocate sure. here. Like, if you want to go in and just peruse Costco and see all the great values and deals. You can do that. And um, you want to see, like, ooh, this place is cool. Look, I can buy all of that shrimp at this price and save <laughs> all, all this shrimp. money and all buy things shrimp. for my business. And look at that TV. And look, I can even buy Hearing a coffin. Um, you want to peruse it and see if you want to be a member. You can do that. Um, well, if you had to scan your card before you went in to shop, you no, would just you go can't. to guest service. Just go to guest service. And They'll tell you go to guest service. Can I walk around? Yeah. Oh, and for just sure. See if I want to purchase this card. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of where it would be detrimental to their business. But yeah, you know, know, people hate change. They 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 don't I'm care sorry. if it's efficient for people. They just want things to be the same. They want to run in and run out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I get it, but I don't think that's a, a real issue. I think if they're really going to be that animated about it, they need to like do some inventory and some self-searching. <laughs> because yeah. I think there are bigger problems in the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Reddit is a place for all kinds of things. And I think it's people imagining a future horrible situation that doesn't exist. And I will say this. If it creates backups, that policy will go away in a, in a minute. Oh, because they they don't want people backed up and complaining. Like well, Costco's not stupid, so if they started to see a backup, I guarantee they would change that policy, or they'd get five people to run that, you know, scanner. Well, they don't seem to matter about the backup of the two people that check your receipt as you leave. Yeah, and mark yeah. it. Like, how are they really knowing if you have other things in your cart? Yeah, apparently they don't have like a security dinger. At the door that goes off if you have something. I've always been scanned. told that the reason they do that is more to check the employees oh. than the customers. It's not about checking to make sure you've left with anything you haven't paid for. It's yeah. to make sure that the the person behind the register has gotten everything because there are so many things, you know, on your card. It could be on the bottom. It could be oh, on the top. Oh, oh, so oh. they're making sure that, you know, people. It, I, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I've heard. Okay. Because I've had that very question, like. Are you really that concerned that I'm walking out with something I didn't pay for? How do you think that's going to happen exactly? Yeah. And the explanation was, well, it's actually to make sure to double check the employee's work. Mm, okay. I like, did know. you scan that case of water? Some people are really good at it. Like, they actually look in my cart. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, there's some, some people, people like, are just oh, getting through their shift. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mike, well, do you go to Costco? Yep, we go to Costco. Okay. So what were Sam's when I was growing up because we didn't have a Costco down in the Mankato area. Yeah. So we were Sam's people growing up, but Costco now. Um, yeah, it's fine. I just wish if it's anything that's gonna frustrate people more at Costco, I don't want it. Yeah. Because people can just get so 
rude at People, Costco, especially checking out. Oh, okay. Tell me more. Like, well, last time I was there, I was in the um because they always put like the medical stuff, the pills and everything. Uh, that final aisle right next the to the checkout pharmacy. That's the, the word I'm looking for. Stuff. The pills aisle. <laughs> the medical stuff. And I'm walking through yeah. the medical stuff pills aisle yeah. and uh, <laughs> grab my stuff, and I'm like trying to get back in line so I can go out. Well, oh. the line is further than that spot oh. there, so I'm just trying to like. Get to awkwardly the end? look at someone and say, hey, can you let me in so I can go around and, and get like, to the back of the line? They think they you're would, trying to keep. They would make eye contact with me. <gasps> they were like, what are you? No, you can't. Oh, and I was I've, like, excuse oh. me, I'm I'm just needing to get around so I can go behind you. Yeah. And they're not letting me in. And I'm like, this is comical. Yeah. When is the deadest time at Costco to go? Because that's when I want to go. My favorite time to go, like mm-hmm. I said, Saturday morning, super early first oh. thing. It's not dead, though, but it's, it's light. That sure. sounds awful. Uh, at 930. <laughs> Um, because it's going to get really busy later in the morning. Yeah. Uh, but the absolute deadest I've ever seen is at the end of the day mm-hmm. on a weeknight. Yeah. Like Monday night. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. again, it depends because sometimes depending on the day sure. of the week or when it falls in the month or if there's a holiday or if there's a sports game. I mean, you just c- can never yeah. tell sometimes that Monday like night football. everybody's running out to get chicken wings last minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Oh, okay. Well, Dawn, thank you for the Costco update. You're welcome. When we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we've got a Benefer update. Dawn is going to tell us all about why Jen wants you to know that Ben Affleck is very happy. Thank you. Right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. All year, you've heard me remind you to make sure you get your appointment on the calendar. I just got my reminder the other day for my upcoming appointment this month for my regular checkup and cleaning at Dakota Dental. I know every time I'm sitting in that dentist chair, I'm going to be getting the best dental care in the Twin Cities. And so will you and your whole family. So if you've got dental fears or if you've put off going to the dentist for a while, look, no judgment at Dakota Dental. They just want you to get the best dental care. They're not going to, you know, mm, give you a hard time for not showing up for a while. It's totally understandable. Sometimes things get uh, beyond our control, but now it's time to take back your dental health, get it on the calendar, and uh, you'll be sitting in that chair in no time, like I said, getting some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities. And whether it's those regular checkups, emergency dental care, or maybe more intense procedures, things like dental implants, you're in good hands with Dakota Dental. Call them today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn right here on My Talk. Every weekday from noon to three. Um, we have to talk about Benefer. That would be Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. 
Benifer and Gennifer, they are in a relationship again after being apart for, you know, 20 years, something like that. She's over the moon. She's happy. So they caught up with her at the Golden Globes. She's happy. She is. Um, they talked to her. She wasn't nominated for anything, but he was for the movie Air. Okay. Not for his acting, but just the movie in general. Yeah. Matt was nominated, but he was not. Um, so anyway, while she was being interviewed, um, they asked, um, what's up with our, is Ben not happy? Is he happy? What's up with this Well, this face? has been a meme, like every time yes. they're in public. Because he has resting bitch face. We all know that. He just has aged in a way that. I can relate. He has, his eyes are like. Like a hooded eye, and so if he had an eye lift, <laughs> a hooded eye, like it's like you know an eye that isn't really open and peaked as far as his eyebrows go. So the more you, when you age, it gets droopier, and it makes you makes him look like he is sleepier and happy, and he's not apparently. Now Jennifer has made fun of this because she went along with it at first, but now I think she's really irritated by this oh, because okay. J Lo. We kind of know that J-Lo is, um, likes to have control over things, I would say. And so this is something she can't control. And it would reflect poorly on her if Ben was happy or not happy, because that would mean that there's something wrong with their relationship. Yeah, like so, it's a reflection on her. So here she is reacting to that question from the interviewer from Entertainment Tonight. Why are people always worried about what face Ben has on? Like, if he did, if Ben, like, walks out the house and he's all right. You don't need to worry about Ben. Let me just tell you. He is good. He is happy. He is here. He is nominated. He's like, I'm chilling. I don't understand what people are pressed for. I mean, so that was her answer. Funny. Not that serious. Um, Now, I also wanted to share that the beginning of this was she was talking about how she has a single for the first time in 10 years. And she's like, it's being released Wednesday. Cause I'm like, Oh, I just want to get, I heard that. And I'm like, okay, we'll all get a clip of that just to play on the show here, which we're about to do. But so I go to YouTube and it's like live event happening in 14 minutes or oh, something. Okay. I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm with all the, Crazy J-Lo fans right now that are online already scrolling through, like, their comments are just like, Queen, please, where's the Queen? And yeah. all this stuff. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna well, watch this for the first yeah. time. I never do this, but I'll happen upon it. Uh, so, so you got some snacks. So I noticed during the interview, the part that I didn't play was before she talked about Ben's face, <laughs> they talked about her dress. And she's like, well, this dress is actually an Easter egg for... My and I'm like Easter eggs. Who do we talk about Easter eggs? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. So she's like, yeah, my single comes out, and then my new album comes out, and um, the video, and then he goes, yeah, you have a big video, and so this uh, your dress goes along with the video, and the and she goes, and the movie, and he goes, because mm-hmm. he had no idea <laughs> oh, that there he was had a, no he idea was there like, was a movie. Mm-hmm. Like he had no like I didn't like know there's gonna be movie. a concert movie apparently uh, who well, else did that well Beyonce and Taylor Swift right so there's nothing wrong with this yeah. it's like you know uh, me saying this is like 
criticizing Bradley Cooper for doing his best job. You know what I mean? So she's just doing all the right things. Yeah, no, she's just doing what every artist is trying to do. And, you know, she's J-Lo. She's obviously going to, you know, do it over the top. So I watched the video along with the rest of the world for and, the first time. And, and it takes place. It's a wedding. Okay. You have Derek Huff is in it, dancing with her. So the thing that's weird is that the wedding, rece- it's funny, it's tongue in cheek, but they cut, like there's some narrative in there, like she's getting married and the face keeps changing. So she dances with different partners. And I think it's to like reflect on her past relationships because oh. there's some haters in the audience and they talk and they're like... Well, it's raining. She probably thinks this is a sign. And then it's like all the chatter that she's heard. And I'm like, this is a choice to put all of this in your video. And then at the end, there's this weird scene. So I'm going to play J-Lo introducing her video, a snippet of the song, which I had to bleep part of it, and then this weird ending part. Okay. Oh, are we ready? We made it. We made it. We made it to the premiere. Okay, thank you so much uh, for joining in today. And I can't wait for you to hear the song and see the video. Feel it. Make your TikToks to it. Make it your own. It's time for the world premiere of my new music video, Can't Get Enough. The beginning of the This Is Me Now experience. I hope you enjoy it. You know I can't get enough. You know that. Listen, you know, she, she thinks I'm her employee. All she cares about is work, okay? And if she's not working, she's trying to find more work. Add that to defensiveness and the constant criticism. Okay, I apologize a million times. It's never enough for you. Oh, what? oh that was what that was personal. That? It's, it's really... never enough for you, Dawn. Oh my gosh. It's like, what are you working out? I just thought that was like, what am I seeing here? What is this? I mean, it definitely creates intrigue. So you're saying, I'm, I'm still confused about the whole movie thing. So this... This is not the movie part is just a concert film. I think so. Because I'm the, not sure. So the music video isn't like also a movie, even I, though it looks like a movie. It looks like a movie in the end, Mike. Yeah, the announcement was made that this is me now will be released in February, and then she'll also star in the This Is Me Now the film, which is going to give fans an intimate look into her life. Okay, so okay. that's just a concert film. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. All right. But it's on trend. It's on brand right now. I just want to know what her like. Oh, just that scene. It was it was kind of weird. And also all the like the commentary in the audience for the video of like hating on her. I'm like, okay, I don't know. It's kind of you're saying you think it's getting to her. I think that all those things kind of get to her or she wouldn't have put it in the song. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, when you watch a video on YouTube, it's different than the radio edit that you're going to hear. You know, it's different. They add more stuff. Yeah. They're longer. She's trying to overcome the haters. So in that last scene there where um, it's like someone else, it's only on J-Lo. She's in a business suit and she looks to be like at a conference table and she's just looking around and like kind of looks like she's going to explode. Oh. So. Okay. Well, we'll see where that's going to end up. Dawn, thank you for the latest on Jennifer Lopez and her Mm -hmm. new music. When we come back, an update on two celebrity couples one behind bars one might be headed that way we don't know we'll tell you why when we return right here on my talk 1071 it is not all peaches in georgia we have two celebrity <laughs> couples from georgia, georgia that we have to talk about first hey, 
do you want to talk about Krim? I do. Or We've the got Chrisleys. Uh, both couples facing time behind bars. No, I'm kidding. Krim, we don't think is headed to jail. <laughs> well, but they should be careful because financial shenanigans can get you in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And that's exactly where we're going to start with Kim and Croy. Kim Zolciak Bierman, Croy Bierman. Croy. Look, it's been a hot mess express with these two, but most recently we're talking about them because Croy is demanding half (laughs) of what Kim Zolciak is making from selling designer goods online, which this is not a surprise at all, but I think this is kind of hilarious. So I guess hilarious in the way that like tragedy is hilarious. I saw this coming. We talked about it. Because she was selling his stuff. Well, and we asked the very question. I remember specifically asking the question, isn't he entitled to half of whatever she's selling? Because we've heard for months that they both, I think, have attempted to sell things. Mostly her, though. I think maybe it's only her. Like the wigs and the purses or something. But I feel like he was trying to sell something at some point. Anyway, the the moral of the story is if you're getting divorced, although are they getting divorced? I'm so confused now. We've been so back and forth because what I was going to say is when you're getting divorced, it's 50 50, but they're married. So he's still entitled, I guess, is the point in court documents that page six obtained yesterday. Croy is saying that Kim, quote, has and is in the process of selling some of the personal property they acquired in their 11 year marriage, including an expansive collections collection of designer purses, shoes and clothing most of which has never been used or worn. Yeah. Worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so he's saying, basically, you can't sell that without me getting that half of that money. Yeah, because part of it in December, I remember her putting up a whole set of his Louis Vuitton luggage yeah. that was worth a lot of money, only used twice. And she I was mean, like, it was like a didn't full... even really use those. Okay. Well... And then his panties. She was trying to sell his panties. No. No, she That's wasn't. Oh, I'm so gullible. I believe you. I can't believe you actually believe me. Well, I should have looked straight at your face because now I can sort of tell when you're lying to me. But how am I lying right um, now? You try to look very serious, and you have like a what is up with your mouth? Why are you doing that? That's my mouth. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> no. Um, uh, so yeah. He was not, she was not selling his pants that I know of. His but. shoes, I mean, like, Givenchy? Yeah. Shoes, size 13, hello. $400. Um, some of Brielle's luxury goods as well. But definitely a lot of his here's, shoes and jerseys and luggage and here's t-shirts. The problem. Not only would he be entitled to half that money or what have you, There's also the question of what is she spending that money on? Because I would like to remind you that they owe money to the following people. The federal government, banks, (sighs) credit card companies, you name it. They are on the hook for millions of dollars. I think there's like a million dollar lien on their house, which, by the way, is still for sale for like five something million dollars. That's just their mortgage that they're not paying. Exactly. Then you have like Rolls Royce trying to. Exactly. I mean, when are they going to seize these cars? So the fact that she's not paying down the bills, and that's what he's alleging in these court documents, is that he doesn't understand where the money is going. This is why I said the last time we talked about these two, I really think that there's like a maniacal part to all of this, like a intentionally destructive part to one or both of them. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm afraid of him though. That rage monster. Well, of course that's the, yeah. His displayed to us. The stuff we've talked about in terms of Croy is not 
flattering. No. And possibly illegal. Right. What I don't understand is, and I don't know if they're fighting these judgments against them, but they never say, like, we are going to pay our debts. They never talk about their debt. They talk about, like, I am entitled to that money and we need to sell our house, but they never say to pay our debts. Also, these fantastically unsuccessful people, okay, are being allowed to live in a $6 million home for free. Yeah. These people who have run away with money from a variety of banks, casinos, car companies, and the federal government are being rewarded every day by being allowed to stay in that house, yeah. allowed to drive those cars. Like those cars weren't repossessed. No, she has a Range Rover. He has a Rolls Royce. Come They're on. literally driving around. They've got all this stuff. And the best that they can do is sell off. I don't know a few of her wigs and they're still not paying the credit card companies back. <sighs> I mean, I don't get how people get that opportunity in life. Because I've never been afforded that luxury. No. If I didn't pay for something, they took it away. That's right. And why I don't understand why they've been able to just string these people along, especially when you see in the news that they're being sued by, that they have no money. They're being sued or they're choosing not to pay their bills. I would, if I were the credit card company or the, the car, the bank, I would be like, yeah, we're taking the car. Yeah, like I that's mean, the what, one thing. Why has that not happened yet? Like the, the the mortgage thing, I understand when it comes to a person's house, they get a lot of leeway, and I want people in houses if they're having financial difficulties to have some leeway to get their stuff in order so that they can stay in their home because I think that's going to cost less to like them and us in the long sure. term overall. But that's a larger economical conversation. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to one very rich, used to be kind of not really. They actually kind of I don't want to say scammed everybody out of some stuff, but like. I don't think that same amount of generosity needs to apply to people who've shown time and time again that they're not willing to participate or take care of their stuff. Right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. They're flying off to get... What you did? Oh, Oh, right. She had to... (laughs) They're flying off to get procedures done Yeah. together. That are elective procedures. And then going out to dinner together to get free meals. And then they're fighting and calling the police. I mean, these people just... Like, what is their source? When she married him and I was watching the show, I was like, um... Wasn't everybody saying that? I was like, okay, so he's retired from the NFL. Honey, what is he going to do now? Does he have a plan? Like, he was rich, and now, every day, that money is going down. should open a restaurant or something. Like, why didn't you make a plan? I don't understand, and maybe they did and it failed, but I never heard anything about... Their source of income was the TV show. They've been fumes? Yeah, it's been, don't be tardy for the party. Which is her hit song. They've been tardy for every bill that's (laughs) come through the letterbox. Don't be tardy for the bills. (laughs) Nene should put out a song called Don't Be Tardy for Your Bills. (laughs) Please, why don't you write the song? Okay. Can we talk about another Georgia family? This time, one that's actually behind bars. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Koreas. Well, they actually won a, quote, victory. I thought you'd find this. this interesting. We were talking a little bit about this before the show. But for the listener, uh, Todd and uh, Beverly Cleary Chrisley. What's her name? <laughs> Julie. Julie, sorry. Julianne. I always get Julianne. Um, uh-huh. I'm sorry, Don. It's late. Julie Christie and oh, Julie okay. Chrisley. 
mixed up. Anyway, Todd and Julie Chrisley are behind bars. It's a long story. They allegedly won a victory on their way to, quote, freedom in a civil lawsuit that was settled uh, with the state of Georgia, which allowed them a million-dollar settlement. So the state of Georgia gave them a million dollars, and it all stems back. I don't have tons of time to to give you all the details, but essentially, they filed a lawsuit after against this Joshua Waits, who's the former director of special investigations of Georgia's uh, Department of Revenue, basically saying that he came after the Chrisleys with the power of the state of Georgia because of who they were, not because of any alleged crime mm-hmm. that they unfairly targeted him well the or that he unfairly targeted them sorry right and so they weren't victorious even though they keep using the word victory but they got a settlement so right. the state of georgia was like fine go away here's a million dollars million dollars which is not to say that maybe they had a case i don't know but i just wanted point out the distinction that this doesn't have anything to do with the federal case at least as i read it so right so you have state taxes and federal taxes right yeah so the state well state investigation right that i think closed and did not result in charges and then the federal one that did right so their lawyers are very good and ended up getting a million dollar settlement yeah and making claims like this is a huge victory it's really weird how one branch of the government can be paying them a settlement for wrongdoing, and another part is trying to keep them in jail. Yeah. What? Well, I can walk and chew gum, and yeah, the federal exactly. government can do things while the state government can do different things. Yeah, that makes it but America. It, but I will say, you know, kudos to them because they did walk away with the million dollar settlement. Now, is that money going to the IRS? No. That's a great question. It's actually. not. Because they're still appealing that. Oh. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Because they allowed them to have verbal... But it could at some point. Yeah, it could. I mean, they'll probably demand it. They know that they have the million dollars. Todd will be able to buy more cans of tuna from the uh, commissary. (laughs) Don't spend it yet. You can only buy three cans of tuna every week. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Well, he doesn't want to eat the rotten food. (sighs) We're not sure if that's true. Shouldn't have done the crime. Hey, nobody should eat rotten food, by the way. Um, (laughs) Myself included. But sometimes you just get bored and then you end up eating crap that you shouldn't probably eat because it's not that good. What? <laughs> what? I'm just saying we all Rotten have our, food? our journeys with bad food choices. Well, this is my problem lately. I overspent for Christmas and now I'm on fumes before we have <laughs> payday on Friday. And I'm like so digging things eating? out of the freezer. I'm like, oh, look at this old spaghetti sauce I have from last summer. And? And so I'm thawing things out, and well, I chose some bread. Well, that's fine. The bread I chose to get out, the little piece of a baguette. Not ah, good. I threw it away. It was dusty. Yeah, it was gross. All right. Well, that was a fun story. Thank you for Thank sharing. Thank you for letting me express myself. I'm glad you finally got that out. It only took three hours. <laughs> I was wondering what was up her butt. Is that damn bread? Or actually, that wasn't I up your butt. I had to throw it away. <laughs> But it's in the trash. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which is where this show is headed. But when we come back, we're going to stay above water one more segment because Mike's got a game for us to play right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, it's that time again in the show <laughs> oh. where we get to play a game with Mike. 
Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Indeed, it is that time. Let's spin the wheel and find out what we're going to be playing here today for Game Show Roulette. To wrap up the week. Actually, wrap up the middle part of the week. I'm like, are we done? It would be nice if it was Friday. Ooh, we've got one of our uh, future games, not necessarily a real-life game show. This is our game Listery Quiz. Listery Pop Quiz. Is this the one where we try to guess what flavor of Listerine you put on the the cup? I put Listerine in a cup, and then I use (laughs) it, and then you smell my breath, and you tell me what it is. We are never playing that game. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is Listery Pop Quiz. I've got lists, and you two are trying to figure out what's on these lists. Now, this week, of course, we've been chatting a lot about the Golden Globes. So today, we're going to do a little Golden Globe list. I've got the list of the most nominated male actors for Best Actor. The list of the most nominated females for or of actresses for the best female in a motion picture drama. And then finally, I've got the list of the movies that have had the most nominations in the history of the Golden Globes. Okay. 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 There's 17 on the male side. There's 14 on the women or on the uh, female side there. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's 13 when it comes to movies. So I'll first ask you what list do you guys want to start at? uh, Best actor. Best actor. Okay. So again, this is best actor in a drama. There are 17 people available for you to choose. You each get a couple of strikes for each of our lists and, uh, Let's see how you do. You keep going until now, you get Now, this is ever strikes. of all time? This is ever of all time. Okay. And this is, I believe, I do should have checked. I believe this is just competitive. Yeah, these are actual nominations. So for this is Best Actor. In a drama. In a, in a drama, drama and an, for an Academy Award. No, for a Golden Globe. Oh, Golden, oh, Golden Globe. Globe. These are all Golden <laughs> Globes. Because it's Golden okay, Globe. Okay, so now i got to okay. change my list. It's okay. It shouldn't be too, too different, I wouldn't think. Well. Um, but uh, let's... It is... Uh, when Zam flipping a coin, Don call it. Tails. It's tails. You get to go first because okay. obviously you want to go first in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a thought on the best actor? How about nominees? Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. I'm sorry. What? He, so what? I've got the top seventeen. These are people who have been nominated at least five times. De Niro was nominated four times. Okay. So he was just on the outside. Strike one there for our first list for mm. Don. Oh Bradley, over this to you. This is harder than I thought. So maybe. How do we feel about Tom Hanks? How do you feel about Tom Hanks? Should feel pretty good. Six okay. nominations. You got a point there, Bradley. Don, back over to you. How about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo! Absolutely. He's got nine nominations. Okay. So even more than uh, our buddy Tom Hanks. Quite a few more. Three more. Back over to you, Bradley. Okay. This is male actor in a drama Golden Globe nominations. So far, you got Tom Hanks and Leo. Uh, 17 total. uh, This is not correct, but Al Pacino. Uh, not only is that not correct, or not only is that correct, it's mm. the best answer you could have given ah! me. Al Pacino's been nominated ten oh, times Ooh. to lead okay. all actors. Ooh, okay. Uh, Don, back over to you. How about Jack this. Nicholson? Jack oh, Nicholson, one. great one. Eight noms for Jack. He okay. is third on the uh, fourth on this list. Okay. 
Back over to you, Bradley. Okay, I'm going to... A little listery quiz here today for our game show. That on that list of them leading actor guys... Oh, I just love these leading actor <laughs> Come on now. They're acting, they're being... They're stalling, mm-hmm. leading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm really... Oh, God. How about... How far back do the Golden Globes go? Oh, my gosh. 81 years. Yeah. What about Marlon Brando? Is Marlon Brando on that list? No, Marlon Brando, along with Robert De Niro, just four mm, nominations. Okay. So that's strike one for Bradley. You got one more strike to go, Don. You've got one more strike to go, but you've been doing well since. How about Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix. Is Joaquin Phoenix up there? <gasps> not. Not no. for leading. Okay. Uh, must, and not, it must have been uh, three or less, because okay. not in the top uh, hmm. four noms or more. So you're done with that list, Bradley. You can collect as many as you can. Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda. Is Henry Fonda there? Not. That list has come to a close. By the way, some people you could have said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel was the next highest you oh, could have said. What nine. is wrong with us? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Don, you're really going to kick yourself on this one. Who's like your favorite actor of all time? Oh, my God. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Paul Newman, oh. Jack Lemmon, oh. Richard Jack Nicholson. Did we? Did you say? Yeah, yeah I said Jack yep. Nicholson. Yeah. Uh, R- then Russell Crowe, Gene Hackman, Dustin Hoffman, oh, Anthony God. Hopkins, oh, Peter God. O'Toole, oh. Gregory Peck, Sidney oh. Poitier, and uh, John Voight. We are trash. So there you go. A lot of people on that list. You want to go to the film side? Because we probably are going to have time for just one more list. You want to go films or do you want to go female leads? I want to do female leads, but that's just... Let's do female leads then. Sure. Let's do female leads. All right. So here you go. Same exact thing we just did. These are women who have been nominated for the Golden Globe for actress in a drama. drama. Mm -hmm. Uh, By this way, we're tied two to two. Okay. And you ch- I got a fresh slate of strikes. And since we're tied, Bradley, you get to go first since Dawn got to go first last time. Well, I'm going to go with the greatest actress of all time. Her name is Meryl Streep. Absolutely. Mm. The number one answer. 14 nominations. Wow. Good for her. How oh, about Nicole she actually, Kidman? She actually leads when it comes to non-honorary. Uh, I think Barbara Streisand has the most Golden Globes of all time. A couple of honorary ones. Barbara uh, Meryl Streep. With the most wins in competitive categories. You said Nicole Kidman. Yep. Half the, as many noms, but still second on the list. Dawn, you got that one. Meryl okay. Streep is one at 14. Nicole Kidman is two with seven. Mm. Still got uh, uh, 12 actresses who are in the six to, or five range. Okay. Back over to you, Bradley. Sally Field. Sally Field. Nice. Sally Field up there. Sally Field, four nominations oh. for Best Actress. That is your first strike on the second list. Dawn, you could take advantage. How about Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence. <gasps> nope, not even in the four category Ooh. or more. Okay. So, uh, back over to you, Bradley. Again, actress in a, in a drama. <laughs> I don't know why, but two I want to say 14. Shirley MacLaine. If well? it, Shirley McLean is your guess. Is Shirley McLean up there? Oh, Unfortunately, Shirley McLean was in with the Sally Field four category. Mm, okay. So Damn. that is the second strike for Bradley. He is out, Dawn. Wow. That means zero you points are tied. You okay. did get you got one there. Oh, did okay. I? Yep, you got one with uh, Meryl. Oh, Meryl. This means if you get one name on this list, Dawn, okay. you are going to be Come our winner now. today. How about uh, can we do? 
Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. If Julia Roberts is there, you're going to be our winner today. If not, we're going to have to go to a quick tiebreaker. Julia, not on that list. You missed Kate Blanchett, Ugh. Faye Dunaway, Catherine Hepburn, uh, oh, Geraldine God. Page. Oh. Um, you've got Jane Fonda, Jodie Foster. I did think uh, of Jane. Susan Sarandon. There's many, many, many other on that okay. list. But now here's what we're going to do. I've got a list of the movies that have gotten the most Golden Globe Award nominations in a single year. Mm. You each give me one movie. Whoever is highest is going to be our winner today. Okay. One has uh, received seven. One has okay. received six, and one has and a bunch have received five. Give me a movie, Dawn. You get to go first. Titanic. Titanic. Bradley, we're looking for films that have had Golden Globe nominations. Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Neither of them have what? hit the five nominations. Give me kidding? one more movie each. Um, how about uh, The word. Godfather? All right, Bradley, you give me one. On the Waterfront. Okay, On the Waterfront. Has that received five nominations? Has The Godfather? Yes, it has, Don. Today. Wow. Uh, great job. Rough, La- yeah, that out. was fun. La La Land, by the way. Seven nominations okay. and won all of them back okay. in 2016. Wow. Okay. That was a fun one, Mike. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Great. Thank Anytime. you so much. Dear listeners, if you missin missened, if, if you, you missin any of the show, you can download the podcast yep. wherever you get your podcast. And we're gonna go have some turkey. <laughs> Laura and Julie are up next. Don, you're gonna have to kill Your the turkey. Okay. Fun. Okay, we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.